Forget your former managers, ignore the ex-pros. As football fans, we all know the real experts drink in pubs. It's funny, it's argumentative, and often it's just plain wrong. Welcome to the Foss Arms Public House and welcome to the Leicester City Pubcast. Welcome to the award-winning Leicester City Pubcast, home of the FA Cup holders. And tonight, joining myself, Tim, we've got Killer. Good evening. Good evening, Tim. And Norm, good evening. Good evening, Tim. Uh, first of all, I want to say to our listeners an apology. We are we're having some problems at the moment with some t- gremlins. Sound like we're all on helium gas from time to time. And last week was particularly bad. We are trying to resolve it. Please bear with us as much as you can and we'll try and get it sorted in the next couple of weeks. But if you can ignore that, if it happens, do your best. And thank you very much for bearing with us during this time. And Norm, how's the, the Foss Arms suiting you this evening? Well, I've been thoroughly enjoying a few pints of Trumpwell's. Most uh, most satisfying, helping ease some of, the, some of the pain from the weekend. It wasn't very pretty again, and it's not been a pretty week, Killer. And we said last week this was going to be a bit of a defining match, this Brighton game. Things had gone so-so. We've beaten Wolves. We've beaten Norwich. They don't look much cop. We haven't beaten anyone else, and now we haven't beaten Brighton either. No, we haven't. Look, I'll be honest with you. I've been been wondering what my approach was going to be this evening all day, and I've decided, gentlemen, I'm going to be positive. And the reason I'm going to be positive is, as a quick resume, and I'm sure Foxy's fans were tuned into the game if they weren't actually there already. For Really, for the first 60 minutes, plenty of ball, created nothing, which I think was worrying. Found ourselves 2-0 down. We'll perhaps talk about James Madison and the fact that he was substituted at half-time, which obviously continues to be a worry. But there's no doubt about it, a very spirited end to the game. And, and I'm sure we'll diagnose this in full, I'm not generally somebody that sits here and unduly moans about refereeing decisions simply because I I do think in, in life, not just football, but in life, you do make you get a bit of bad luck and you get a bit of good luck. But there is no doubt about it, I think, for us to have two really, really poor decisions go against us, both of which have directly led to goals given or goals being cancelled out. You'd have to say over the course of the 90 minutes, that would have made all the difference, Tim. Well, I'm I'm struggling with the positivity. The, the, I mean, the first half was an absolute shambles, the same as it's been for a lot of the season. And then, you know, team selection, I have to say, a bit of a question. Um... It just, it's it's continued what the, the early part of this season has been for me, which wasn't very good. We rallied well in the second half. We were unlucky. I'd be intrigued to know which two decisions you were. There were three contentious ones, weren't there? Yeah. So the way, okay, this is the way that I, I, I think it breaks down. And just before I move on to that, I'll just quickly get on my soapbox about VAR. VAR should work. VAR should really be the the gadget that allows us to just sort out all of these contentious decisions in football and get them right. And if you can't, 
if you can't do that with the video technology we've got, you have to look at the people that are appraising it. And I think it's wrong. I think the setup's wrong. I think the one person that they have in the VAR shed looking at this needs to be three. And I think it should be an official and it should be two ex-professionals. And at least two of them should turn around and say, no, 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 this is the decision. If you look at the penalty, that's not at all that it's hit his hand. But anybody, anybody that's ever played the game, anybody that's ever followed the game can surely see that it is a foul. Vestergaard is being fouled and that is it. What happens thereafter is of no consequence. Whether it hits his hand, hits his head, hits his whatever, it is a foul. And on the VAR, they simply look at it and say, it is a handball, but he's being fouled. It's a free kick to Leicester City. So that's the first. The, the first Leicester City goal that was offside, I get it. And we had one of these in our favour yeah. this season, didn't we? So you can't miss yeah. it. But there yeah, is Norris. no doubt, bef yeah, before before we get before we get the compass and protractor out, that Harvey Barnes is roughly in, roughly in the goalkeeper's within your rights to, 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 to cancel out the first goal. The Indeedy header, there's nothing wrong with it. And Barnes is nowhere near the goalkeeper's eye line, and the goalkeeper is never, ever, ever going to sniff it. Two horrific decisions. Both went to VAR. Two, two professional adjudicators cannot get it right. We've got a problem. And we might very well, we might very well be having a very difficult right? and saying, wow, Leicester City, 2-1 winners. As it happens, or obviously there's a bit of doom and gloom in this in in the, in the Foss Arms this evening. And, but, and but I think no, no, I'm 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 not really, I, you know, I'm not sharing killers. I, I got along with the all three of your points on VAR. I agree on on all of those. So so I think you know we, we've done VAR to death. It doesn't work. It's spoiling football. If even if it did work a bit, it's taking that wow moment away, and we saw that in spades at the weekend. I, I happen to agree with the, with the two of the three that you've said, but Norm, it's not disguised. Another load of rubbish for most of that game. Yeah, but the, the, it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a great watch. But the, you know, we did sort of dominate quite a lot of the second half. Admittedly, waiting to go two down, but I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Tim. I, I am very much with Killer on this. I think the way we have to look at this is, had the AR worked, we would have won that game. And we'd have probably come away saying it was a hard-fought, decent away win. Didn't play well, but isn't it great when you win when you're not playing as well as you can? And and VAR has done us massively. I, I don't think I've ever seen a game where VAR, VAR has got it so wrong, so badly on such vitally important like occasions for the for the same team. So, yeah, whilst, whilst I don't want it to gloss over the fact that goodness knows what's happened with Madison, couldn't understand the, the, the why we signed someone like Luckman and then play Madison on the wing with uh, like Ndidi, yeah. Tillemans and Samari in midfield. I, I, there are bits where I was concerned, don't get me wrong, but I think the reality is it, could have been a very different, like Killer said, a very different conversation. And had we won, it would have been a, 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 po a positive rather than rather than a negative. And it's fine margins in the Premier League, isn't it? Maybe we've had a few results in the past where we've just been a little bit lucky, but we, we you know we take that as a real positive. At the moment, it's 
the rub of the green is not quite with us. But yeah, I mean, VAR just shocking, absolute joke. So angry. Yeah, right, right. Listen though, we're, we're we're all we are all Brendan Rodgers fans. You know, he's yeah. doing, doing wonders for the club. Doing wonders for the club. May may well turn out to be the best or or second best manager we've ever had. Who knows? But we need to call it when he's got it wrong. He's he's played James Madison, who's bang out of form, bang out of position. He's he's brought in Samara. Now, one of my big issues is I think we've only got backup players we've signed this summer, and I, and I still think that. But he's brought in Samara. In the French. Cover from him as an attacking midfielder. He's arguably played him as a number ten killer. Are you letting him off all of this? Well, I'm not going to let you off saying that you think players because we bought Ryan Birch and he's not a squad player. Vestergaard's not a squad player. I don't think you can say a player like with Samari's pedigree is a squad player. Don't tell me Patson Dacker's a squad player. No, Tim. No, no. Well, I think. Well, I think. Well, I think Hold on a minute. No, Hold Tim. Minute. No, Tim. We have not bought. We have no, not Tim. bought players. To... <laughs> we have not bought players to 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 warm the bench at all, and I'm not having it. And 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 as I'm, you know, as, and we will talk about as whether or not Brendan Rodgers got the got the formation and got the selection right there. You've got to, We've got to be blending these guys in because they're not bench warm. Hold on a minute. Hold on. Landlord, please come here. Get the bounces there, please. There's a bit of, a, bit of an issue. <laughs> There's a kerfuffle. Right. Trotwell's IPA going everywhere, Tim. <laughs> get, get him a glass of water. Get them a glass of water, please. Come on. Clint Eastwood's just watching and he's scowling. Around. Right, Killer, answer, answer me with, with one of these names. When we've got a full squad, no injuries, which of the players that you've just mentioned, Bertrand, Vestergaard, Samare and Daka, which of them gets in our first 11? Right, right hold on. When we bought Patson Daka and Samare, that point and say they will they eleven. Surely you're gonna turn around as a as a rational man and go, they might turn out to be wonder players and they have to be blooded, and then I will tell you the best eleven. In, in the future, point. in the fu- in the future, but not for this season. Right. Look at the two players there and by the way, if he's gonna play Samara as a number ten, then maybe all bets are off. But in principle, he's brought in his backup to Ndidi. D- Daka, are you telling me he's going to replace Vardy? No, he's not going to replace Vardy. So, yes, they absolutely are b- b- backup players. Vestergaard's not going to play when we've got all of our uh, central defenders fit. Uh, Fafana admitted he's out for the season and uh, Johnny Evans. And Bertrand's not going to play when all of our fullbacks are there. So they're, I, they're just wouldn't, I just wouldn't players. be so sure about any of that. We'll um, come on, come on then. Yes, Talk exactly. to us about Napoli, Norm. Talk to us about Napoli because there's another, <laughs> there's another shambles. Oh, oh, come I, I, on, come on. I, 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 you, honestly, you, you need to get yourself a little lie down, son. I just say it's a bit <laughs> I prefer you on helium, Tim. <laughs> I prefer your voice when it goes all high. No. And <laughs> <laughs> maybe it is doing. So we're now saying that that's fine, is it? Drawing 2 2 at home to Napoli. Is that well, all right give, as well? Uh, well, it's not. It's not not all right. I think given that Napoli might go on and win the Italian yeah, series, exactly. it's not it's not a, an, a, a horrendous result. I think 
I actually thought it was a really, really good game of football. I think, yeah, yeah. I, don't get me wrong, I thought Napoli were the better side, but we scored a couple of cracking goals, a little bit unlucky with an offside. And where I, where I come away from the game feeling disappointed is the fact that I, I think giving away a two-goal lead, that that is what's disappointing. You know, that that is where we didn't quite, we should, we should have, we should have hung on. I mean, I thought their first goal, he, he took it really well. Just very disappointed with the defending for the for the second header. I don't think it should ever have got to that. But you know what? It was a game of football between two teams. That I thought looked pretty decent on the night, and we, with some of the, the stuff we played to create the chances, our chances was 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 superb. So again, Tim, you, you're getting on the wrong side of both of us tonight. I think you're wrong again. Well, you, you two have been drink, drinking far too much Trump Wells IPA. I mean, it's we can the, 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 the results throughout the season. <laughs> the results throughout the season are clear. You know, let's go. Th- let's go through the results, for, shall we? The, for, for the results we've had this season. Hold on, we're we just talking about. Whilst we're, do- whilst we're doing that, let, let Norm and I will just get another Trump Wells IPA. What whilst you can have a dandelion and bird on, because clearly you need to sober up. <laughs> two two victories all season. Come on, guys. We're not, we're not defending this and saying it's all all going swimmingly. I don't, I don't, you're not being harsh. Enough. No, 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 no. no I don't enough. think I don't. I don't think either Norm and I are saying that. But we're talking about in isolation the Brighton game. Look, Tim, you've been to enough away games. We've all been to enough away. To get really down about the away game is to go and lose two 0 three 0 four 0 You don't turn up. It's abject. You don't get a kick. We've all we. Hundreds of times you have that horrible trip over. Why do I bother? What we're talking about here, whichever way you spin it, it's the Premier League. We were playing against a team that were banging form. We start, I I admit, we started slowly and poorly for an hour. But come on, we're all over them at the end. And we only just refereeing and we'd have got something out of it. That is not reason to be totally dejected. We'll have to disagree to disagree. Port scratching. Norm, get in port scratchings as well. Look, I, know, I know I've said this to, on a couple of the top times on the um, on the podcast in the past. So for those regular listeners, I do apologise. But for any new ones, <laughs> lest we not forget that Tim once said that Gokken in there was a player and Ungolo Kante was an absolute waste of space. Cheap shots. I think we should leave it at that. Unsubstantiated cheap shots. Right, listeners, write in this week. Tell us whether you agree with me about our start to the season or whether you agree with these two clowns that I'm having to put up with tonight in the first half. What else is going What else is going on? Let's talk about some of the things that have happened this season, some of the surprises this season and some of the things... We didn't expect to be saying this season. Go on, go on, killer. Any, what did you not uh, well, think well, you'd well, be well, saying? Well, the one thing I didn't think I would ever say in my life, Tim, let alone this season, is that Damari Gray is outperforming James Madison. <laughs> yeah. Damari Gray is a shoo-in for the golden boots. Do you think we should sign <laughs> Perhaps we ought to be looking at buying him in the window in January as a right wing. Swapping him. Swapping him. With <laughs> great spot. What is what is going on? There? Right, here's here's one for you. Then I, I did not expect Arsenal to restrict Brentford to just two goals. <laughs> opening day of the season. 
didn't say that was on Cameroon. It was a great result. I didn't expect to say that after eight games, Derby County would be on minus two points. (laughs) Which is wonderful. (laughs) And and, And that might not be the end of their... Uh, and, and then they got another one coming down the track. Another deduction on there. I didn't quite. I didn't quite. Yeah. That. Well, it's buy one get one free on the points deduction. They could quite, <laughs> quite genuinely better their 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 previous record of eleven Premier League points. They could actually somehow come short of that in the Championship this season. Well, I think it sounds like it's, it's, it's they've been suckered in. It's like that they they agree to accept something and then oh, but we, what we haven't told you about is it's going to be a little bit extra. And what, and what about Brian for the? Champions League. Who'd have thought that? So you know, we're worried about losing to Brighton, but you know what? They're, they're, they're a Champions League club, surely. Like five That's games true, in. I'm really, who I'm really thought, who thought you were going to hear Fred passing to Ronaldo? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, what planet did that ever happen on? <laughs> and, and we should what? have sold Madison. I was going to say, what about Madison being a good fit for Rotherham? <laughs> yes. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, you would. You wouldn't have seen the difference between Madders and uh, and Grealish, would you? In the way in the way that one's gone, that's that's an interesting one. I tell you, one no. one very very nice one um, that that we didn't think might have come along quite so early. It's great to see Sol Bamba uh, playing again at the weekend or uh, yeah, back with Middlesbrough. Brilliant. So that was yeah. that was one Good to warm guy. the heart. Yeah, a little bit. yeah, that's, yeah. That, one hundred one hundred percent. There's no doubt about that. No doubt about that at all. Um. Also, I was sort of just like thinking about Madison getting sold. I actually had a bit of a. I'm not. I'm surprised. That I'm talking about an encounter I had at the weekend with someone that might have been able to drive him uh, away from our our club. Had had of course been in the right country, uh, but I was coming back from a very nice luncheon on Saturday, uh, and I found myself looking at the Barcel- um the Benfica team bus. Outside a outside a hotel. I was in Portugal this weekend. Just for those of you that on on Saturday, for those <laughs> not, of you not in Ayr's Monsal, I've gone slightly mad. Or that or that Benfica are driving around Leicester. But um, <laughs> notice that the drive, you know, ne- never want to miss a photo opportunity. Thought it's mm, very interesting. The driver appears to have left the door of the coach open, so I took that opportunity to hop in to the, the driver's seat and uh, get a very nice picture driving the Benfica team bus outside the hotel um sadly the uh driver caught me um and, uh, to, to be to be fair it i had a little bit of a telling off uh for getting in it okay yeah he, he was he was reasonably reasonably unhappy i think it's fair to say but um you know i, I placated him in the end and was obviously very apologetic and Got got a very nice and very nice picture of myself in their team bus. Um, I wasn't breaking any COVID protocols. I am double jabbed, everyone. So, uh, well. but you didn't uh, reprimand him in Portuguese for his lack of health and safety in terms of leaving leaving a coach unlocked <laughs> and unmanned. I might very well, if I was you, have turned around and by the time I'd have finished with him, he'd have been handing his keys over to me. I'd have been driving the coach and he'd have gone back home scolded, scolded like a naughty schoolboy, crying to his missus and saying, I think I might be lucky to keep my job. And to, and to be honest, to be honest, Keller, I think that is probably what his thoughts were. Which is why he was a little uh, a little upset. But anyway, yes, it was a. I got my picture. Happy days. Thank you very much, Benfica and their uh, team bus. 
By the way, <laughs> did Ben Beaker want Madison? Yeah. No, no, no. Look, 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 as somebody pointed out to me on Saturday, my good friend, and he knows who he is because he'll be watching, let's not get too heavy on this guy's back. He is a good player. He will come back. And I do think he's absolutely spot on. Yeah, no, I, I, I couldn't agree more with that. It's uh, Let's just hope it's sooner rather than later. Yes. Interesting to see what happens this week. So what about Millward? What's, what sort of a team are we going to put out for that tasty little trip? <laughs> it's... Look, I, I suspect like m- many of these um, games, both both teams will play like second string. It wouldn't surprise me if Millwall um, played a very well, at least made five or six changes, and I'm pretty sure Leicester will, where possible, play maybe three or f- maybe three of their normal starters. But um, aside from that, I think it would be. I think this is very much a game for the the the, the Dakers, Samari. Um, I'm sure we'll be struggling at centre back anyway. Like Vestergaard, Thomas will probably come back in. You know, another, give Schmeichel a rest. Um, so I, I think we'll be. I think we'll play a strong enough team to beat them. I'm sure, but we'll make wholesale changes, which which makes do, sense. Do you know what I would do, Tim? I would play James Madison. I would turn around to him yeah, and say, brilliant. "I want everything to go through you." I would say that I'll say that to the, everybody else in the team. I want everything to go through Madders. Okay, he comes as deep as he wants to. I want him to control this football match. We've got to get this guy back playing football because we had on our hands, as we know full well, pre-COVID, an England international, and this guy could have gone on and ruled ruled English football in the same way that Grealish appears to have done. We have to get him back playing. And I think Millwall away, everything yeah. going through him, maybe a couple of assists, maybe a goal will do his confidence to world good. That's a great yeah, shout. I wonder, if it, I wonder if it is a confidence thing. I mean, they've only won one game this season out of eight. It's um, it's the sort of trip you worry about, isn't it? Well, certainly worry about going there. I mean, I worried about going there away. Been their way there. Mm. It's the only... The only ground in in the UK, as far as I'm aware, where the away fans have their own train station. Yeah, it's the only time I've ever been to an away game where I actually got full body search randomly in the street. Because cop just walked up to me when your Leicester fan went, "Yeah, mate, come on." I went, "What?" He says, "Oh, pat down." (laughs) And and he he famously turned around and he went, "Oh, don't walk that way. What are you walking that way for?" I went, "The old wall ground, which was." Terrific, by the way. Don't walk that way, as if to say, brackets, you'll get killed. He said, no, no, go, go that way. And as and as we've walked off, quite a bit intimidated, I remember famously, he turned around and went, oi, mine, how you go? <laughs> you know, like, you know, like, as he said it, you look round, you're off expecting the Grim Reaper to be there, with, with his Millwall top on. <laughs> no, my, 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 the my, 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 they kept the away, away fans kept us all in at the end while the the friendly locals were encouraged to disperse. But one woman stayed back. There was literally just her left on the terrace uh, on her own, abusing us with with uh, gestures from her hands that you could imagine. Except it was only from one hand because in the other hand she was holding a baby. Oh. <laughs> That 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 is that is what we're up against. Scold them young, Tim, don't they? I'm sure I couldn't I couldn't see, but from a distance, I'm sure the baby had a tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, just just one quick one final Millwall story. 
Do you remember years and years ago when Millwall played Birmingham in the playoffs and and <laughs> beat them? And it was absolute chaos outside. Well, he was actually in the Birmingham end and they just came over the announcement saying, you, you know, obviously you're just going to stay in until we've cleared the streets. He said he's never been as pleased to hear an announcement. He said it sounded like Cavall. All he could hear is petrol bombs. You know, literally like like roars of, of police horses and stuff. And he... Do you know what time they... It was 12.30 people. 12.30 in the morning. And he said as they were walking, as they were walking around the there was just debris, bricks and petrol bombs and dead horses. <laughs> oh god. Oh, yes, and, and, and let's be honest, that, you know, unfortunately with that club, that, that is still the thing you think about, isn't it? Unfortunately. You, you, when we drew that, you just that you think about the fans down there and that's that's a tough trip, but we, we ought to. I, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with Norm. I think I'm sure we'll put out um, a reserve side, and I'm, I would have thought they will as well. And Touchwood, therefore, will probably be all right, won't we? Yeah. So then we come on to. We said I think we were fair enough to say Brighton. You know, I don't think we're in must-win territory at this uh, at this time in the season. But but Norm, then we have got Burnley at home. Yeah, but uh, look, I, I I'm still happy that we've just uh, we're a very good team just lacking a little bit of confidence and a little bit of spark which um i'm sure brendan will get going this week with the with the millwall game and, and stuff so it's going to be tricky we know what but we know what burnley are like but it is in reality is there a better game well i'm sure perhaps norwich at home but i think burnley at home is is the kind of game where it's 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 asking for us to go and get go and get a result. I I I don't think Burnley are going to come back and sit back and do absolutely nothing. I I think they'll fancy it a little bit, and I think that'll because of the former in, and I think that'll help us. So look, always a little bit concerned, but you know the the bottom line is it's 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 Burnley. No disrespect, Burnley, but we are we are going to be on form this weekend, and perhaps this is the turning point of our season this week. All right, Killer. Here is my team for Burnley. So, you ready? Schmeichel, yeah. Pereira and Castagna, assuming they're both fit. Vestergaard and Soyuncu, because I don't think we've got any choice. Then across, I'm going to 4-4-2. I'm then going Luckman and Didi, Tielemans and Barnes. And then up, up top, rather than up front, I'm going Vardy and Dakar. I well, I, I think that sounds like quite a decent side. I, I think where I would probably change it is I, I, I wonder whether Dakar and Vardy, whilst I'm sure they'd scare the living daylights out of Birmingham with their pace, I just wonder whether you know are we missing a trick here with our club's Premier League leading scorer? Maybe it should be back to the the Ianacho and Vardy partnership um, with Dakar maybe to come on after. 65 minutes to score our fourth. Who knows? Well, uh, to help you out then, Killer, so uh, so Ian Acho, uh, so I've left out Ian Acho, I've, I've left out loads of players, but the, the key players perhaps I've left out are Ian Acho, Albrighton, Madison and Perez, who will be back for that game. 
So Perez, I don't think, needs any explanation. I think we've done Madison to death as well. I would leave him out. Um, yeah. All Brighton does does a great job. He can't play every game. My thought, Norm, um, and I'd be interested to see what Killer's point, but I'm, I'm answering your point here, Norm, is that you're discussing whether Samari and Daka can ever be first-team players. He's not had a chance yet. Burnley at home, it ain't going to get much easier than that, albeit they'll probably end up being a decent side later in the season. At the moment, they are struggling badly. They've not won a game either. I think you've got to give him a chance at some point to say there's a bit of a vote of confidence. And I do agree with you. I think Ian Atcho will be very, very hard done by if he does do that. Um, but I think, you know, we all said at the end of last season, bless Ian Atcho, incredible scoring run. It just didn't work for the team, him and Vardy. So that's why I would go with that way, killer. Okay. Take quite a lot of team you picked, actually. And, and, and Lookman has to play, obviously, because he, yeah. was, he was almost a game changer. So so I think I think we'd all be in agreement with this. Here's what I would do then. I would On Wednesday, I would play Madison, and I would play him on the basis of you're playing for your place on Saturday. If he comes up trumps, if he plays a blinder, I would play him. If he doesn't, if he has another nondescript game, I would play Ian Atchew. So if, so if he... So you'd have Ian Atchew what, instead of Dakar? Yeah. So you you wouldn't give Dakar a chance anyway. Thereby making my earlier point, he's a squad player, right? No, 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 not at all. No, because because I I think we bought him bought him for the long haul, and and I think there's going to be times in the the stats would tell you that Vardy will get a full season, but he will probably take knocks and he will probably have time out. I do think that Dakar and Vardy are too similar. Players like that generally do not play well together. You just don't mm. see it. You, you tend to, you have to get the blend. They look so similar. And, you have, and, and I've spoken to footballers who play up front and they'll often turn around and go, the reason you never want to play with somebody that plays similar is, believe it or not, you make the same runs. You end up literally yeah. going into the same space and stuff. It doesn't It doesn't work. I think Ian actually, come on, he, 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 he has he has to be worth a go against against Burnley, and you know, obviously, you've you've got you've got Dakar on the bench, but no, I'm I'm not buying the squad. You talk about squad players for me, the the phrase, and it's just my connotation of it. It always dilutes it in terms of not really quite good enough for the eleven. And actually, I think if you look at Man City and and you look at their team, you would turn around, you wouldn't say you wouldn't say Riyad Mahrez is a squad player. He's not playing that much at the minute. I think I think it's just an extended eleven. I think Daka, Lookman, uh in an extended eleven. I don't I, I see Hamza Chowdhury's a squad player. I think Dewsbury Hall at this stage is a squad player. I think that I think those other players that I've been talking about earlier, I think they are part of the extended first team. I was going to mention Jewsbury Hill, Norm, because I, 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 to be fair, I, I was completely baffled by the role that Samari played, which was quite pleased to see him get, get a chance um, at the weekend. But I was baffled uh, the, the role that he played in. If he's basically saying he doesn't want Madison to play in that 10, and just for, suspend your disbelief for a moment and say that he, he did recognise, because he has recognised this season that Ian Acho and Vardy didn't work, albeit it's incredibly harsh on Ian Acho. Is there an argument for playing Jewsbury Hall then? Well, of course, there's an argument, but it's, I don't think he's quite at the, at the quite at the first team level yet. Not not on a, on a consistent basis. So, 
I think, yeah, I think Jesus Rihal is a squad player. I think he'll grow into be a fantastic player, and he's he's looking good now. Don't get me wrong, but I, I'm not I'm not surprised to see him not play Jewsbury Hall. It would be a surprise if Jewsbury Hall isn't playing against Millwall. That would be a surprise. Um, but yeah. aside from that, n- no, I, I think it's I think that's under, I think it's understandable. It's, it's, there's a lot of choices to make, aren't there? So I suppose when you've bought a player like Samari in, then had had he not got in a game for Dewsbury Hall that you know you see, it, that doesn't seem right i i would i think i would have been a bit surprised at that had that occurred yeah because there's a danger of tipping into panic stations isn't there and we're we're not we're not yeah. at that point no, so no not 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 at all i mean just just one final thing there's there's a you could argue with Leisure Warsaw away on the thursday um and there's potentially needing to win that game um that Vardy is replaced by Dakar for the Burnley game. You know, well, I you think, think he might play Vardy against um, Warsaw. No, 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 I don't. I don't think he will. I'm, what, I'm, what I'm throwing out there is that would that be the worst thing in the world if he if he was to do that, like give Vardy a rest against Burnley and thinking think if I'm, he's I'm, looking. I'm... I'm going to take a different slant on this Burnley game, guys. I think I think it is must win. I think we all accept top fours out, but we have to look at this league and go, we should be aiming absolutely for that fifth spot. And I think anything other than a win against Burnley seriously, seriously dents our yeah. ambitions. It's, it's a it's a must it's a must win. Got three games coming up for very different reasons. Yeah. Could really have a fundamental, fundamental shaping on the season. Millwall because you don't want to lose to them whilst we're not particularly playing well, and of course you don't want to go out of any competition. Burnley because we absolutely have to get this season back on track. We've got to do it now. End of story. League game with Warsaw against the defeat. Albeit there is something you'd have to say fairly attractive. I do like the idea of getting involved in a in a knockout game with the with the Champions League third place team. I, I think there's something quite quite good about that. But deep, obviously, you want to try and win the win the group if you can. Right, yeah. Here you go then. Here you go then, guys. Look, I'll, let me ask you both this question: If you had to lose one of those three games, which one of it do you lose? No. Oh, good question. It is a good question, but do you know what? The the one the competition that we will be least worried about this season, although it's a great chance to win something, is the um the League Cup. So I would choose to lose to Millwall. Season, do you remember when we played Arsenal in the League Cup first or second round or whatever it was, third round? And I do remember thinking to to myself, this would be a blessing in disguise if we yeah. go out. The yeah. only thing I would say now is we've got a far better, deeper squad. But to answer your question, Tim, I'm totally with Norm. Yeah, Millwall to beat us, but us to win the other two games would be, I think, a really good, a really good week and a half football. Yeah, I'd snap your hand off for that. Right, let's lead in then neatly into the predictor with Trump Wells IPA. So one point for predicting the right result and three points for getting the precise score. Last week, Killer went 1-1 Brighton, Norm went 2-1. Leicester, I went 3-2 Leicester, so nothing doing for all of us. What about Killer? You've said Burnley's a must-win. Are we going to win it? Yeah, I'm going to go for 3-1. Oh, 
Fox is back to form. No, and what about you? 2 0, Leicester. Yeah, we're going to win, definitely. Are we doing well, games? Saying... Are, we, are we predicting the Millwall game? We, we, haven't, we haven't done. Um, we haven't done the paper game. You want to do the domestic ones as well? Yeah, why not? Shall we do that? We'll do more. Right, so much as my head's saying nil one, Chris Wood plus four, I'm going to say two nil Leicester for Burnley. <laughs> well, what about Millwall then? No? Four one, Leicester. Oof. Killer? Madison Hatrick. This is after 90 minutes, right? Yep. Yes. All right, I'm going to go um, 2-1 Leicester, Perez double. <laughs> yes, massive week. Massive <laughs> week in the predictor table then for us. This, this, <laughs> yeah, could, this could shake things up. Killer still leading on five points. Huge, huge week. So thank you very much, everybody, for listening. If you have had to put up with any gremlins again, thank you for that. Please do contact us. Tell me that I'm right and that those two are wrong about the start of the season. It's LeicesterCityPubcast at gmail.com and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you enjoyed the Leicester City Pubcast, please subscribe and tell everyone about it. If you hated the Leicester City Pubcast, please keep it to yourselves. See you next week.